It's another sad day for all of us who once read Sports Illustrated on a weekly basis. It was the gold standard of sports journalism. The magazine known to the world as SI today laid off most of its staff. It's been a rocky road for Sports Illustrated with several layoffs over the past decade. Authentic Brands Group bought the magazine in 2019 and sold the publishing rights to a company called Arena Group. Arena Group uh, reportedly missed a recent payment, and Authentic Brands Group pulled the publishing license. The magazine's future is very much in doubt. Sports Illustrated was once the home of great writers such as Frank DeFord, Gary Smith, S.L. Price, and Alexander Wolfe, who spent 36 years at Sports Illustrated, leaving in 2016 the longest-tenured writer at Sports Illustrated, and he joins us live here on Drive Time. Alex, Bud Mishkin at WCBS, good to talk to you once again on this sad day, no doubt, for someone who spent 36 years at Sports Illustrated. A sad day, Bud, and and so many of us who were on the masthead during those wonderful glory times just have watched over, say, the last six years as the magazine has sort of been bled away. But um, fortunately, we can look back on many of us on just – covering iconic events, great athletes, telling stories, and the amazing resources that we were given um, in the same way that the resources are being bled away from the magazine here over the last half dozen years. In those days, we had the time, we had the money to travel, uh, we had the access, which is so hard now, um, to just tell these stories, whether it was the behind the scenes of that game you saw on TV over the previous weekend or that long feature takeout. Uh, that illuminated some personality. So it's a very, very sad day. For those generations of sports fans who have come along and have not been able to enjoy uh, the Sports Illustrated during its uh, golden era, uh, paint a picture for us, especially when you first started. Uh, what were those, uh, what was that first year like for you when you entered into the world of Sports Illustrated? Well, I got there in the fall of 1980 um, and advertising volume was through the roof uh, through the 60s, certainly the late 60s and all of the 70s. The magazine was doing so well before Dan Jenkins covering golf and college football. It's almost as if the agenda wasn't set. People didn't know quite what to talk about until certain names, Tex Mall on pro football, Bill Leggett on horse racing, until they had weighed in, uh, Bill Knack on boxing. And um, it was astonishing, you know, for a young writer like me to to, to join a masthead like that. And then realize, I remember being told this one story that uh, uh, Andre Laguerre, the legendary editor-in-chief who really turned the magazine to in this cultural juggernaut that it became, he said, I only have a couple of rules. One was spend what it takes and, and let me know if some editor messes with your copy. So it was that kind of a place where the writers really felt the wind at their back and, and you were encouraged to, to find your voice and, and express it. Is there a story of yours, perhaps early on, where you first, for the first time, felt, okay, I can exhale. I belong here. <laughs> well, I do remember pulling an all-nighter at a, a Clemson-North Carolina football game uh, very early in my career. And I wasn't even on the writing staff, technically. It was kind of a tryout piece. Um, and there was a couple in the next room making a lot of noise as I was meeting deadline and the sun was coming up and um, just that, that feeling, yeah, I made this deadline. Um, I didn't get any sleep, but, you know, that's kind of the way it was in college too, you know. Um, and then it was on to other things that maybe were a little less uh, ephemeral than a, an ACC football game. But, uh, but yeah, in the 80s, certainly, and, and into the 90s, uh, covering the Olympics, the World Cup, Grand Slam tennis events, 
I remember covering the Tour de France for an entire month um, back in those days between Le Mans and Armstrong when um, you really thought Americans cared about it, and they did. And and we chased it because it was important to our readers. And, yeah, there were about maybe 3 million copies every week, but with a pass-along readership, it was maybe 17 million. All those dentist's offices and the coffee tables of America where everybody in the family would pick the magazine up at one point or another. It was indeed must-reading. Alexander Wolf is one of the great writers in the history of Sports Illustrated, an iconic magazine on a sad day when more layoffs are announced there, and the future of the magazine is very much in doubt. Alex, thanks for a few minutes of your time.